This is Brad Huff. I am too busy ignoring you. If you leave a message, I might text you back. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. You never call anymore, Brad. You know, you come on my podcast and you make jokes and you just leave, man. That's not fucking cool, huh? Oh, guess I left Optum. Now it's time for you to join. How fucking convenient, Brad. I'd love to know what your salary is. Maybe the exact same with mine? Well, you think you're replacing me? Huh? No, I'm not drunk. You're drunk. You're drunk. You're drunk with power. That's what you are. You're drunk with power, Huff. Do this. Fucker. I'm gonna come for you. The last thing you're gonna smell is smoke. Because I'm gonna burn your house down. Burn in your house down. How's it going? I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? It's none of your damn business, Mike. Uh, <laughs> none of my business. That's good. Hey, I had a quick question for you. Shoot. Why, um, why is nobody, like, in cycling, let alone directing, attending you? Shut the fuck up. Nobody was. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that stupid question. No, come on. No, seriously, answer the question. How do you want me to answer the question? Say like, "Oh, I'm beautiful. Everybody should should adore and smile at me." Uh, I mean, you are pretty good looking. Why do you keep calling me good looking? What do you What do you want? How do you want me to answer that? Like, I I don't think it's really true anyway. It was always just kind of a joke of mine. No, I'm no, I'm just just saying. Okay, well, I'm just replying. Like, I don't know. Can what are you doing? Like, let's get off of me. Let's get on to you. This is about the callers. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just sitting here uh, driving a car through Georgia, uh, going a little crazy. Yeah, man, road trips are the worst, uh, especially in Georgia. No, I don't mind it. It's just, you know, it's pretty lonely. You start talking to yourself after a while. Talking to yourself? Oh, Jesus fucking, that sounds like a horrible job. Any job where you go so crazy, you start talking to yourself. It's, yeah. yeah, I mean... 
in the end, it's a job. You know, you, you got to have jobs. It's the economy. You're not going to turn anything down. Yeah, thanks for nothing, Obama. How's the directing gig working? Hate it. And the podcast? Hate it. Good, 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 good. But no, seriously, let's get back. Let's get back to how uh, attractive you are. What the fuck is this? Have you ever like considered being with another guy? Man, are you serious right now? I mean, like another guy, like who's a lot like you. What do you mean he's like me? I mean, you could almost say he's. Just like you. I don't understand. Uh, you know what I'm talking about, dude. I have an idea, and it's making me very uncomfortable. You know what this is. I have a feeling that this is one time ignorance is going to be bliss. I, I, I don't want to know. Mike, you know what's happening right now, Mike. Okay, fine, I do, but dude, this isn't really appropriate. This is my, this is my show. It's my podcast right now. Mike, don't shh me. What is that, dude? You're good. You're making me really uncomfortable right now, man. Mike, you're worrying yourself. All right, calm down. Calm down. Dude, I'm calm. I'm just. This is really. This is getting weird for me right now. Take your pants off, Mike. What? Take your pants off. Take my pants off. All right. Just don't tell anybody. That's right. That's right. Now uh, you're sure. Come on, don't you look what you look silly with just your pants off. Take your shirt off, too. Uh, okay. There you go. There's a big, strong boy. There's a big, oh, your shoulders are tight. You need a little shoulder rub? Well, my shoulders are pretty tight. I mean, I guess, yeah. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I could use a shoulder rub. Oh, wow. You're really, you're really good at that, actually. You don't get too many lights on here, don't you think? Maybe a little too Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a little bright in here, but... Yeah, yeah, okay. We could turn the lights off. Turn this light off here. Why don't you, you know what? You lay on your stomach. Lay on your stomach, and I'm going to massage your back. <sighs> uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm here like this. Just lay down here. Yeah, right up here in the upper back, shoulders area. A little bit. Upsetting us all, cause all of the anniversaries forgetting them all. But don't be mad, love. I know it's sad, love. She Jolie, but it's pitiful. That's that Brad love. What happens when it all goes wrong? We was nice, generosity. And impossibly enough, it's animosity. I think I gotta just change up my game plan. Cause she ain't down to fall back in love with the same man. But no matter the weather or what the rain bring, at the end I'm coming back for the same thing. Is 
shorty just vanished on me She disappeared and yet I do not have no damage on me Sometimes I feel she's a burden I can't manage on me She say I'm cocky cause I got all of the cameras on me But is it my fault or is it your self-esteem That got you feeling like you're a prisoner to my dream Parents just don't understand and neither do y'all You wanna hype me up to leave me there but I don't blue ball And I say move on to tell you that them guys will cheat you any day And then you left but fuck it I don't need you anyway The mentality of love gone wrong here to work it out, but we just don't get along. Yeah, I know it's messed up. We all affected. Try to get through, ain't it cold? Hey, Creed, this is Dan from Virginia. Um, just wanted to say I really love listening to your podcast. Very entertaining. Um, really enjoy it. I don't really have anything else to say other than I just I love your sound effects. Um, you know, more than anything else. And uh, it kind of would make the show real. So, anyway, I just wanted to say, keep it up. Good job. Awesome. Bye. Ah! Oh, you silly goose, Dan. Or you. I think he was peeing. You know what? I think that also deserves a round of applause. So, thanks, Dan. Appreciate your creativity. Peen on my podcast has been uh, commentary with a couple people. It's because I talk their ear off so incessantly. I want to appreciate everybody listening to this. It's uh, by no means the Friday podcast. It's something a little different, something a little weird. Probably could be considered trash, but hey, uh, that's what I produce. I produce trash. So hope you guys enjoy more. Hey, Michael Creed, Mr. Creed, Senor Creed, whatever you prefer. My name is Brendan. I'm a fan of the show, but more more specifically, I'm a fan of your style. I like your V-necks. I was wondering where you got them from. If you could just uh, maybe enlighten me a little bit here, uh, that'd be great. I know it's not a cycling-related question, but uh, like I said, I'm a big fan. Thanks. Well, let me tell you something, Vern. I buy my V-necks at, uh, I guess it would be Target, and they come in a little, like, uh, three-for-one pack. Got to get the athletic fit, slim cut, you know, because really you have to show up that shapely bod of yours. Uh, I want to know what it's like being called Vern, or Vernon, when you obviously sound so young. That's a, probably going to be a tremendous detriment. Um, what was that movie with the crazy guy? It was like so-and-so goes to camp. Was it Eddie or something? But his friend was Vern. Remember? He was always asking for Vern. Wow, that was boring. Um, I guess I could probably just throw it to another song here. Huh? Let's, let's give you guys a song. Maybe if you're out riding your bike, you can, you can relax to the song and not this name craziness. All right. Some days I feel like my shadow's casting me Some days the sun don't shine Sometimes I wonder what tomorrow's gonna bring When I think about my dirty life and times One day I came to a fork in the road Folks I just couldn't go where I was told Hang me 
It's hard to find a girl with a heart of gold when you're living in a four-letter world. But if she won't love me, then her sister will. She's going to say one thing to me and others will. And she can't seem to make up her mind, up her mind. when she hears about my This is Kevin from New York. I have a question for you. Now with your DS role, what uh, training advice would you give to a brand new rider, first year rider on your team? Thank you. Oh, that's a pretty good question there, buddy. Uh, normally I would probably assume that most of them uh, have figured out how to train, at least the basics, because you know, I see something in them, but uh, key advice is, is that you have to start the season strong. You have to come out fast and it's hard for your body to play catch up. Uh, what that means, what going strong or whatever means is, you know, just lots and lots of fundamentals, lots of core work, lots of one-legged drills, spinning drills, big gear drills, all this kind of stuff. Um, don't get too focused on power. Don't get too fo focused on weight. I think you can kind of start trying to play a high score with power meters. I definitely feel like the last part of my years were too focused on power meters. And as soon as I wasn't hitting high scores or didn't even have the ability to come close to hit high scores, I just quit. And that shouldn't, I, I, I shouldn't have done that. Like I, I should have been more in touch with my body, not more in touch with numbers. So that is my little advice, humble advice. Thanks for calling buddy. Hey, this is Jeremy. I can't get to my phone right now. Leave me a message and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. What as soon as you can mean? Mean never? Is that as soon as you can do it? Huh? Behind the barriers. Fuck. Hey, is it true Zach McDonald's starting a TV show called Around the Barriers? Think it'll be better. Zach calls me back. That calls me back all the time. Hello? Chris? Hey. Is this Chris Cridle? Um, it depends who's asking. Chris Cridle, this is Mike Creed. Oh, hey, Mike Creed. This is Chris Cridle. Chris, uh, it has become aware to me that you are scheduled to mechanic for me for next year? Um, I've heard... Chris? Chris? 
son of a bitch hung up on me. You are trying to reach has a voicemail box that has not been set up yet. Please try your call again later. Goodbye. Chris. Yes, sir. Where'd you go? Uh, how come your phone sucks? My phone doesn't suck. Hey, you know what sucks? Your job security. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, laugh sorry. it up, funny man. Laugh it up. Hey, Chris. Yeah, I still. Uh, it, it's it's not even a matter of being fired anymore. I still haven't signed anything for next year. We're pushing this to the last minute. Oh, so you're saying I don't even have to fire you? I could just hire somebody else. Way to fucking yeah. make it easy on me, dogsy. When I, I, I I exist to make your life easier. Not anymore, because I'm going to find somebody else. Well, for the next five days, mm -hmm. I'm here to make your life easy. Hey, when, uh, you know, we're both on the phone together, like, when I say phone, you say twins, okay? Phone twins! 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 Alright. Twins! Twins! you're going to say it that fast. Alright, ready? Phone twins! Twins! All right, Chris, talk to you later. You're fired. Okay, thanks. Okay, everybody. Again, I wanted to thank Cardo Cyclist for sponsoring this podcast. Well, not necessarily this one. They kind of thought they were getting into the Friday thing. They didn't know that I was going to go off the rails and do this. So, again, thanks to Cardo Cyclist and uh, making this wonderful dream possible. I'm endlessly thankful. Now, look, if you want to be a part of the podcast, <clears throat> the Tuesday podcast, at least, you can always call 719-445-1189. Uh, it'll either be, I'll either pick up or there'll be a voice message. If you have a question, comment, whatever, leave a, leave a message. Talk to me. We'll, I'll try to answer them as best as I can. Um, yeah, let's do up another song.
Hey, Mike. Uh, my name's Justin. First time caller, long time listener. Oh, jeez. Uh, right. <laughs> sorry, I had to do that. Yeah, do uh, it. I had a question about uh, kind of the direction of the podcast. So I really enjoy the, the Meyerson podcast. And I was wondering if you're going to do more, uh, like, like, focuses on, uh, like, different aspects of cycling, like interviewing track guys or, or more cyclocross guys. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing is, is it's always, you're always surprised with who's, well, like, accommodating because... I mean, I, I know I can't, like, travel to people necessarily for the podcast. I've only done that a couple times. So it's always kind of like who's in your closest vicinity. Um, so you have, like, people that you'd consider almost your best friends. And then you would say, like, hey, man, let's do this podcast. And they say no. <laughs> like, or they just kind of blow you off. So um, it is tricky on who to get. Uh I know that I should probably get more women, and again, that's not because I'm anti-women or anything, but you just go with who's in your circle, so um, if I'm ever around, you know, the track guys or cyclocross guys, you know, I've asked Tim Johnson maybe uh, 10 times, and he said yes 10 times, and you haven't heard him on the podcast yet, so I think at a certain point, you just have to stop asking. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know what do you, where do you what do you think about the Tuesday format so far? It's kind of weird and different, huh? It's cool. Uh, I, I'm not so sure about the the really long music breaks. Maybe it's because you don't have a ton of callers yet, but right, right, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely stretching. It's a little jarring actually, but uh, you know you have good taste in music, so that's a good thing. It's just I don't know. Hopefully, more and more people will call in and you know shoot the breeze with you to. Uh, not only fill up time, but to provide a little more substance to yeah. this experiment. I think I'll probably just end up cutting the podcast down to like a half an hour instead of trying to stretch it out with music. Uh, but yeah, people need to know that you know they can call anytime and just leave a voice message, and I get it, and I'll pick it up. So where do you live, yeah. man? Uh, I live in St. Louis, actually. St. Louis. You race much, or? Yeah, uh, in the middle of a fairly experimental cyclocross season so yeah i'm uh i'm digging it i actually just moved back down here after many years in chicago and enjoying that road scene and cyclocross scene so a little bit of a change but it's still going pretty well this is gonna be the second time i've asked somebody this on the podcast on the tuesday podcast but did you ever eat at molly's in chicago okay so small world but i'm really good friends with that guy and it was i was i was losing my stuff when I was hearing your, your dialogue with him because I talk to him almost every day. But uh, <laughs> no, I've not. <laughs> I've never been there though. No, it's not to that place. Wow, you fucked up. I don't know how I to know, say that, but you fucked up. I think you should move back to Chicago, start your life over. If you have a chick, kick her out. If you have a dog, leave it with her. Just start over, man. Let's just let's fucking be a used car salesman or like. A, I don't know, maybe a, a coyote wrangler. Do those things exist? Oh, yeah, they're all over the place in Chicago. All right. It's a coyote district, actually. Well, all right, well, I feel good about this. I feel good about your your life. It's going to really pick up. Thanks, man. I, I needed that pick up. I appreciate it. <laughs> all right, buddy. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Have a good day. Right. Hello, this is Mike. Mike. This is Paul Mitchell. Paul Mitchell, what's going on? How you doing, brother? Yeah, good. I've been 
meaning to make a shampoo joke about you sometime. I'm getting around to it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's, it's been done. But I, Yeah, but not the way I was going to do it, dude. I was going to fucking come at it from a whole new angle. Would have blown your mind. Yeah. Well, Phil Gaiman did it, too, so. Paul, you are... Did it blow your mind? Hold on, wait a minute. Did you just neg me right there? Phil Gaiman... But, yeah, but did he make it good? Was it a good one? Uh, no, but... Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. It was unique. It was unique to get, you know, uh, mocked by a pro cyclist that I followed. Barely a pro. Barely. <laughs> barely. Barely a U.S. But, national champion. No, he's not that. He almost was, but he's not that. Uh-huh. Um, uh, hey, you're calling from 916... Dude, I'm from the 916. Well, it's funny because so we've tweeted back and forth before. Um, I was at the San Francisco race when you did the bike over the head mm-hmm. thing. I used to go to that race every year. And um, when we were there, I remember I was cheering you on. I used to go there and I cheered uh, Steve Larson on because I used to ride with him. Mm. Um, and, you know, obviously you'd see the litany of, like, Euro pros that would come and stuff. But sure. I remember cheering you on because I think that, like, you've been on the River Ride or been on the Wheelworks Ride or something. I remember, like, eons ago yeah. seeing you on, like, the training rides. And that's why I was cheering you on at that race. Yeah, man. So I grew up, like, 25, 30 miles due north of Sac, right? Just a little more north than, of the uh, Arco Arena out in those levees out there. Yeah, so, yeah. So it was like this pleasant grove. It still, it still hasn't grown much, but yeah. So you got a question for me, buddy? Yeah, it just kind of was rooted in the fact that, you know, when I first met you was probably like on the wheelworks ride. And I know a lot of pros will just like kind of pop into group rides around the country. And I travel a bit. And sometimes when I'm in New York, I try to do a group ride. Or even in Europe, I've tried to just like go find the local ride. Is there like a few local rides from the country that you've had the opportunity to do just because, like, you happen to be in Charleston on a Saturday and hook up with, like, the local race ride. Are there, like, Saturday rides or group rides around the country that you view as, like, the coolest or ones that cyclists should, like, try and put on their bucket list? There are. I mean, this is going to make me sound incredibly old, but so when I first started maybe uh, doing the whole bike ride game, you know, like, I feel like group rides were so much more organized, you know, like you rode two abreast and you went fast from point A to point B, you stopped, you waited. Like, I'll use my own Cardo Springs group ride. Like, there was a very distinct, okay, we go fast now point. There's a thing that we sprint to. Everybody stopped and waited for who got dropped, and then we would do kind of an easy, moderate tempo, two abreast all the way home. And like, now it's completely chaotic i'm like uh i don't know if you've ever done the swamis ride in san diego but um that one is i remember uh, maybe 2004 or so we were starting and a woman crashed and everybody just rode around her and kept going <laughs> and it was yeah, just that, that river ride's like that river ride guy, a gal crash in the middle of the pack and like you know yeah sometimes won't even stop. yeah and i mean maybe it's just through the haze of my ignorance but it didn't seem like that when i was doing the rides it seemed a little bit more uh i mean okay it's a group ride when everybody is on open roads it's always gonna be a little chaotic but uh there is um there is one ride that i really enjoyed when i was living in georgia it's the reality bikes ride 
want to say it's on maybe a Tuesday or so after work, and they have the same one-and-a-half-hour loop they do, and it's very, very organized. It's like nobody blows through lights. Uh, they go. Everybody takes a turn going fast, and then they sprint to the top of the hill. And that ride's pretty good. Um, the River Ride, I think, is classic. Uh, Swami's Ride, as dangerous as it is, that, that one's a classic. Um, oh, there is, in L.A., there's, like, they, they call it the Donut Ride. Yeah, that, 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 that one's a great one. That one's a really good one. Which ones do you suggest? What were your, what were your favorites? Well, I mean, the Donut Ride, uh, I'm not much of a climber, so the Donut Ride's got some hard climbs on it. The Montrose Ride is great for me because it's just, like, flat. Um, have you done the Montrose Ride? It goes, like, through Pasadena and out to, like, Irwindale and then back to Sierra Madre up in, mm -mm. like, foothills. No. It's a big ride. Um, and uh, and then you've ever done the Rose Bowl ride in L.A.? That one's trippy. No, no, I've d never done that. I mean, I know we, in Torque, California, one year, we raced through the Rose Bowl, but never did the uh, so, actual ride. Rose Bowl ro ride is hilarious because it's around the Rose Bowl, and it's, like, Tuesday, Thursday night, and cars are coming in and out of the parking lots, and guys are just bombing it. And when I first started doing it, like, it was the only place you'd go, like, guys were rolling, like, the deep dish tubulars back yeah. years ago. Because they don't have to, like, if they get a flat, they just go to their car. It's not like doing the river ride on tubulars. And just totally nuts, super fast, with runners and dogs and kids in strollers and cars. And, you know, guys will attack around, like, two or three cars pulling out of a parking lot and try to, like, you know, create a break. It's just nuts. Um, uh, but... You know, and I've, I've enjoyed doing rides in New York. I love riding this, um, uh, that Saturday morning race ride that they'll do, like, at 5 a.m. or whatever. Right, right. Um, around uh, Central Park and stuff. They also, uh, have, they also have a ride here in Denver, a Meridian ride. And it's the same. It's, a, like, a, it's around, a, like, a park, but it's traffic comes in and out. And actually, the Sprint Hill... At the bottom of the sprint hill is a stoplight, so like you have to try to time. You have to try to time it. Like if you see it's red, you kind of lay off. It's it's not a safe uh, adventure. Well, the Wheelworks riding. You've done Coffee Republic too, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Wheelworks ride is still what you're talking about in terms of like old school. They don't cross the center line. You don't like stop on somebody flat. Um, there's this guy, Alan, who will show up as kind of like the director of the ride. He'll have a whistle sometimes and like, <laughs> you know. And uh, at the top of Cantaloupe, they'll stop and wait for people at the base of Cantaloupe before they start up again. They, like, make sure everybody's there. That's cool, um, man. I like that kind of stuff. Real friendly, you know. And it's still hard. I mean, the sprints are still hard. And you'll see, like, um, you know, you'll see guys from Bissell out there or other, you know, racer guys out there all the time that, uh, you know, keep it fast. And, but still, it's not like the river ride where, you know, if you go into a ditch at the river ride, they're kind of just like, well, okay. Yeah. No, that's cool. I think, you know, it shows how the sport almost is progressing. Like, you know, when I first started getting into it, and it was like this really eclectic, weird sport that was run by just a few people. So you just kind of let them govern the ride. But now, you know, it's cycling's more and more popular. Uh, thanks, Lance. And now mm -hmm. they, um, now a lot of, you know, just recreational people who have no idea of the, sounds really weird, but no idea of the culture and kind of what's considered okay and not. And 
eventually they get so many of them, they just kind of override the pack, you know? Yeah. That oh, makes sense. What are we going to do, dude? We're just, let's ban group rides. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I just enjoy doing it. You know, I'm never going to, um, you know, never going to be a pro. That was never my idea. My idea was, enjoy- I was like a cycling fan that figured out I could actually do races. Oh, cool, man. Well, thanks for calling. Hey, thanks for having the show. I love it. All right, cheers. Take care, Hello, this is Mike. Mike, this is Todd in Roseville, California. How are you? Good, buddy. You're my second 916 call in a row. Awesome. Do you know Paul well, Mitchell? I... Do you know Paul Mitchell? Paul Mitchell, like the hair product dude? No. That but... dude, I tried making that joke with him, and he was not fucking having it. That's just wrong. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. So, look, I saw some tweet that you had family in Sink and Lincoln. Dude, grew up. Grew up just outside Lincoln. I did not know that until now. Yeah. So, look, I'm calling to figure out how we can all get together and have some fine microbrew around the Amgen time when you're out here. Well, man, if my team gets into Tour California, you rest assured I'll be drunk as a skunk the whole time because I just pulled off a magic trick of all magic tricks. But um, Well, you know. Yeah, I mean, who knows? If, if we don't get in, um, kind of got to figure out what to do. To be honest, I'm a little bit more of a of a bourbon guy. I like I like doing that, but I will trust I will trust that you'll show me the the fine brews of of the nine one six. There's some fine people out this way who can uh, educate you on the the local breweries we got. Sure, buddy. So how's your day going? Tell me something about yourself. So I'm a network engineer working for a big company, and if I say the name, I'd probably get in trouble. So, dude, are you telling me there's an Omerta at your work? That is bullshit, dude. Fight the, well, om- fight the Omerta. The NSA's probably listening to this, and they'll probably tell them anything. Oh, really? If we, oh, Jesus. I, so, could, I couldn't think of a cooler job than being part of, like, the CIA, like, really really into it like i don't know i'm really bad at secrets though so i feel like i eventually just give everything up well you'd, you'd be the great guy for the bad guys that we would want to tap into tell me let's get completely off of cycling for a second tell me yeah. as a as somebody who reads both huffpo and drudge tell me what you think about this snowden guy what do you think boy that's a tough one um i think what he had to say was likely needed to be said and sometimes you run out of options of how best to do things and you just throw your hands up and go for the hail mary um i think the government is a little true too intrusive sure. but i hope that none of the people no i hope no one's come in harm's way because of what he said yeah uh, yeah i don't know it seems also the only thing i was super worried about besides people getting harmed was gonna see how many like cat gifts I have on my email. Like that was, I was a little worried about that. Yeah, yeah. All right, buddy. Well, thanks for calling. I really appreciate it. You got it, man. Take care and have a good turkey day. All right, you too. All right, bye. Hello, this is Mike. Hey, Mike. This is Chris from Texas. Chris, what's going on, brother? Not much. Hey, hey. There's been a lot of talk about texting and cyclocross and what's good, Uh-oh. what's bad, and. I- I thought I'd throw out a couple of heckles and, and see what you thought and tell me, you know, if these are okay. I love it. This is going to be my favorite phone call. I appreciate the angle you're coming at. Hit me with them. 
Okay, here's my favorite one so far. Is that a seat post between your legs, or are you happy to see me? That's not bad. That's not bad. I like it. I like not it. Bad? Okay. Yeah. Okay. How about this? You hop those barriers with less spring than my 10-year-old mattress. <laughs> it might be a little wordy. That one's wordy. It's long, you think? Yeah, it's, oh, it's, right. it's wordy. Um, I've seen better racing at the Senior Citizen Center. Not bad. Not bad. I like it. Okay. Here, here's an old standby. Yeah. Way to go. Way to go. Great job. <laughs> I like saying that they're doing adequate. My favorite one is, that's very adequate. <laughs> very adequate. I like that. Okay. You know, because here, here, here's the good thing with your heckles, is that they are not mean-spirited, right? Okay. Okay. This this next one might be a little controversial. I want to oh, okay. You fucking suck. I hope you <laughs> die on the next lap. <laughs> I mean, it's a little heavy-handed, you know? Like, I think maybe a little too direct. Like, maybe more funny, less... Maybe more on the funny uh, side. Not so much on the, the bluntness. All right. Here's one I came up with. Oh. This has to do with a, with a food hand-up, okay? You have, like, a hot dog weenie, okay? Grab my weenie. Grab my weenie. You can put it in your rear pocket. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Again, right. I mean, these guys are going to have to be going really slow when they pass you because I don't know if they're going to grasp all of it. Here's, here's, here's the thing. Here, here's my thing on heckling. is uh, I think people have latched onto it as a source of humor, but they are not funny people, like by and large. So, like, I think they try to make up with the lack of humor with the meanness. And then sometimes it well, just comes off being really, like, mean. But I think I think if it's if it comes from a good place and a funny place, that's then that's great. That's great. Well, here's my my theory on it: is, is cyclocross is like the new dubstep. For, <laughs> a long time ago, dubstep was it had some good music. There was a good scene, and then all the bros started listening to it, and it got just way aggressive, and it kind of sucked. You, you know how great it, you know how like heartwarming it is to hear somebody with a tex Texan accent just espouse the virtues of dubstep. Yeah. I fucking love it, man. I love it. All right, so I didn't let you finish. So then all the bros got into it. Yeah, all the bros got into it. It, it got just way too aggressive and it kind of sucked. So you know we need to we need to make sure that soccer Ross never gets to the point where it kind of sucks. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, by and large. Cycling fans and cyclocross fans aren't, uh, they weren't the football jock types, and they probably understand uh, what it's like to be, not bullied, but kind of been, you know, crass. So, yeah, I, I, I've seen some controversy about this lately, and I think whenever I would heckle at a cross race, it was always just something nonsensical, and, you know, you could say to anybody, you know, like, I would just scream, like, spin to win or mash for cash or, you know, very competent. That was an adequate turn. But you, you, you know, just, just nonsensical shit like that. But I never did. I never wanted to be the guy who was like, you fucking suck. Like, I don't know. That's. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it. You know, personally, I've never heard anybody yell that at a race. Right. You know, if you do, you know, you have to kind of step up as a crowd and have a little bit of control over that and tell the guy, you know, you're out of line. 
the it's like policing of our own, maybe. Yeah. The funniest one I ever heard is one year at the Philadelphia Classic, um, the early break went, and it was only two guys. So, and then, and it was really hot, so you could let the gap get massive because they were just going to come back on their own. Um, so I think the gap got out to about 11 minutes, and we were going up Maniac Wall, and this guy <laughs> leaned over the barriers. I mean, mind you, we're going like, you know, four miles an hour up Maniac. And this guy leans over and just, for emphasis, he really stretched it out. And he just said, you guys are so far behind. And it was, it made me laugh because you could tell he was not a cycling fan. And he was really exasperated how we let somebody get 11 minutes up the road. And he really wanted to tell us. Uh, that one fucking made me laugh. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Hey, man, I love your shows. Thanks, brother. All, listen all the time. They got free hamburgers at work today, so I got to go. Do it. Uh, but I expect to hear myself. Favorite phone call. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Later, man. Bye. Hey, this is Mike. Hello, Michael. I'm sorry about enough ladies have been calling into your show. Oh, this is a sexy lady. No, actually, my name's Drew, and I was just wondering that if my title, if I could have his. I don't fucking appreciate you trying to trick me and get me all sexually aroused by doing that fucking hot woman's voice. I'm sorry, I'll never do it again. Oh, there we go. Got you back on the phone. Uh, what, you want Cradle's job? Yeah. Oh, shit. Alright. I'm well, a good bike mechanic, and you keep firing him, right? Yeah, the problem is, is I don't have a, a savior like you to come in and save the day, you know? Like, well, I don't even know I mean, what I'm going to be there. Oh, fuck. Mind equals blown, dude. Yeah. I'll even talk to you with that sexy voice in the car. Oh, God, really? Cradle wouldn't do that for you. Cradle wouldn't do nothing. Cradle's useless. All right, buddy. You just, uh, I need you to just tweet me your address so I can fire out that contract to you and we will get this thing rolling. Sick, thanks, bro. All right, buddy, thanks. See you. And it's raining, too. Hey, this is Mike. Hey, Mike, what's going on, dude? What's going on? Nothing much. You? Chilling. I saw your number on Twitter. I thought I could do a quick ring. How crazy is that? I'm a crazy person putting a phone number on Twitter. It's going a little bit crazy, though. Yeah, yeah. What can I do you for, so, brother? Let me, uh, what's your favorite bike you've ever ridden? Favorite bike I've ever ridden? There is a, uh, back in my Prime Alliance days, before everything went all carbon, we yeah. got custom Pinarellos. That's when they, like, it was aluminum front end, carbon rear end. So we got to make them two size. So I... Uh -huh. And I mean, maybe if I, I still have the bike, because how many times in your life do you get a custom-built Pinarello? That's true. Um, so I still have that bike. If I if I built it back up, who knows how good it would uh, be. But um, mm -hmm. in my mind's eye, I remember just thinking how fucking cool it was and how great it felt <laughs> to ride a custom bike. Yeah. What about yourself? Uh, bike? Yeah. Uh, I got a Fuji uh, SFT. That's the, is that the all arrowed out one? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's arrows, the yeah, Fuji's are, yeah. Yeah, right, right. You like it's it? Nice. It's nice, huh? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I got a good deal on it. It's 
I got some good components on it now, so. What do you think about, have you ever looked on eBay and you saw the old, like, you see the OEM carbon frames for like four or five hundred bucks? What do you think about those? Well, those are like Chinese ones, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, they're all Chinese, but. Actually, I got a buddy, <laughs> he rides like, it looks like a McLaren, it's like an S-Bird. Yeah? And he got it off eBay, and I, like, when I first met him, I thought it was like a legit one. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 it's actually Chinese, but he's had like no problems with it. Raced it like all last season. So. Would you do it? Do you feel like it kind of fucks the cycling industry, yeah. or? Would I what? Would you do it? Like, would you buy one off of eBay like that, or do nah. you feel like nah? Nah. Well, I I graduated college, got a like a real guy job, so I don't <laughs> do stuff like that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not like a poor guy. I'm just saying, like, I'm. <laughs> well, maybe maybe if I was gonna like break the crap out of it and sure. go all out, but I don't know. Okay, okay, because I was looking at it, and there's a, you know, you can buy a cross frame, new niner frame, or whatever, but uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know if it really, like, is that doing damage to the cycling industry massively, if, if everybody uh, started doing that, or, I don't, uh, I don't know how to feel about well, that. Well, I think, I think if you do, like, your homework and realize, like, what you're actually paying for, and that if you spend a little bit more, you can get something better, like, used, mm-hmm. I hope not, but I know, like, the whole market for, like, Chinese carbon wheels, I know a lot of dudes that buy those and race them for a while, and, like, I had a friend who worked at Trek and said they were just, like, terrible wheels, but people can ride them for like a couple seasons and it's fine. Yeah, yeah, so. especially if you just plan on beating the shit out of them. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. All right. Well, thanks for the phone call, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's easy, man. All right, cheers. Yes, indeed, it's fun time, fun time. Come on, get it.